5: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
3: Radio. He gave a shout out to Fireman Ed. Do you think Fireman Ed's sitting somewhere being like, he knows me?
2: Not only Fireman Ed, but the Jets fans. Jets, Jets, I think that's Jets. a nod to the Jets fans. You know, that got me a little pumped for the Jets fans just to hear that. Because we all know Fireman Ed. He's been a, a staple fan for years. And I think that's Aaron Rodgers' way of saying, hey, I I care about the fans here and the culture. I think that's super cool that he did that. To be honest, I, I think and it's, uh, I think that's uh, a
3: major bragging right for Fireman Ed. But I also think it's cool that Aaron Rodgers because a lot of times Very we, cool. a lot of times we as regular fans when people think Man, maybe they don't see all this stuff. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, much like a Kevin Durant type, sees everything. I think it's he a may a solid not he move. may not want you to think he sees everything, but I feel like Aaron Rodgers is the type of guy that sees it all. Intelligent guy. Like you said, in the know,
2: but nodding, giving the nod to the fans with this one. We always give Bryce Harper a lot of the credit for doing everything right in Philadelphia as far as winning over the fans. This is a point for Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely a step in the right direction by saying, I acknowledge you guys and the culture and and by getting him hyped about a Super Bowl trophy.
3: Hey, listen, saying that Super Bowl three trophy looks lonely in that... Clip Camino, he goes on to talk about his great relationship with Nathaniel Hackett, who's back, you know, with him on the Jets. Said Robert Salah's got something good. He got he has a special sauce, he said, so. I don't know. He, you think it's Honey Barbecue? What do you think the Robert Salah oh, special sauce is? The,
2: the Asian Zing from Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Lemon pepper? It has to be that. One Ooh. of my favorites, for sure. But, oh, you know what it is? It's that uh, <laughs> Sweet and Sassy from Famous Days.
3: Oh, it might be that. No, it might be the, uh, from T.J. Friday's. The Jack Daniels sauce. I love that
2: sauce. That's great. That's a great Now you got me thinking about sauce. sauce.
3: But uh, to wrap it up, Aaron Rodgers saying all the right things. So as of now. As of right now, he's he's on the plus side. Yeah. So I ask you, so we could put this to rest and let's be honest. Let's try to, unless something crazy happens, let's chill out until maybe August. (laughs) Can we go the whole summer uh, without just Aaron Rodgers? Unless he does something peculiar, which he may.
2: Well, that's the thing. How long will it take before he rubs the New York media the wrong way?
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. There's no mo- right as of this moment. Right now, he went over the fans. Yeah, as of this, when
2: does he rub the media the wrong way? That's where of, uh, I think it gets a little complicated. As of
3: Wednesday, uh, April 26th. There's no more juice in this lemon or orange to squeeze. So, unless Aaron Rodgers does something ridiculous or someone in New York does something controversial, it's really just a story of but legendary quarterbacks for the team.
2: Such a contrived <laughs> tactic that he pulled here, though. It's like meeting the in laws for the first time and knowing that one thing to say to butter up the My parents. My dad likes fishing. Oh, yeah. So, you, oh, hey, nice to meet you, Mr. Johnson. You know, I love to fish. You don't say. Hey, a- what a what a great Aww. guy! You know, so he basically told the Jets fans that he loves to fish in the form of hey a shout out to Fireman
3: Ed. So it was a solid move, and props for even doing it. So I ask you this: What day? What is it? April? So May, June, July, August. 7th. All right, we're like four or five months away from this all starting. Give me your prediction now, and we could say Kavino and Rich. We'll put this to rest until football actually starts. Because, again, the lemon, the orange, not much not much juice left to squeeze. Okay. Prediction? 17 games. What's the Jets' record at the end of the season? What's the Aaron Rodgers narrative? And what part of the season is there the first hiccup with the press? I don't
2: know the schedule off the top of my head, right? They play so a couple tough inter I'm just, inter-divisional games. I'm just guessing they're going to be a 10-7 and 7 sort of team. So they're right. a playoff-bound team. But they're by no means, as of right now, a Super Bowl team. So I hate to rain on the awesome Jets parade that they got going on, because it was a nice moment at the presser today. So ten and seven playoff team, no way Super Bowl. And I feel like there's going to be a three game slid in there somewhere, skid, oh. a skid and a slid, where he gets fired up with the media, and that's like, where hey, you guys
3: need to be patient. And they're like, no, right. no,
2: yes, yes, Relax. and that's where things start to get a little oh. He likes to fish, but he has a different side to him. Oh. That's when the reality sets in a little bit. I'm gonna set the I standard. Don't think they're,
3: I don't think he vibes with New York media. I'm gonna set the standard a little higher, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. This team, oddly enough, because you know some teams have a reputation that even when they start to improve, you still think of the bad reputation. Like, like you talk about this with car companies and electronics, like. You know, Kia or, you know, Hyundai. or You were saying just the other day, as far as TVs go. Vizio. Vizio. Like, if something previously had a bad reputation, it's hard to break that. The Jets have drafted well. They have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. They have great young players, and they're building. They have a great coach. But this is all... I, I
2: understand Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but this is also part of the building. It's not like he's no, going to no, jump in and everything's going to sync up perfectly. But, it's like last yesterday, year, our, our first day in the new studio, we had a good show, but there was some things we needed to work out. Man, there's some hiccups, right? So he's a great quarterback,
3: but there's still going to be a, a, an adjustment period. You know what, last year when you're dealing with Zach Wilson, remember Zach Wilson? Didn't want to take accountability, that was a storyline. Yeah. Everyone's like, Mike White? Is he the guy? He had one good game and he was like, I'm the man! And it was like, alright, maybe you're not. With Aaron Rodgers, there was a team that missed the playoffs by one game. You insert Aaron Rodgers instead of Mike White slash Zach Wilson. I think you're a 12 and 5 team. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers isn't the MVP, but there's going to be a few weeks of the year where it's like, is he MVP level? So I think 12 and 5, MVP conversation, but they get bounced from. Playoffs by Cincinnati or Kansas City. I
2: mean, we're not that far off. I said 10 and 7. You said 12 and 5. When I said 10 and 7, I didn't mean that as a a negative sort of guess. Ramos
5: has a question. What's up, Ramos? I remember last year or the year before that? He was always upset with like his rookie players and stuff. Like, remember, he threw a pass to one guy and yeah. dropped and He was just like, oh. bad attitude. I wonder if he'll be out of really good behavior this first season with a younger type team because I don't think he likes the younger type teams, does he? He
3: it doesn't he seem did, that way. Yeah, it depends. If these guys sort of learn his system and Nathaniel Hackett's now there after his failed Bronco thing, he's reunited with Hackett. Um, yeah, maybe Ramos, that's step one. Ba- ba- along with his, like, Fireman Ed and the fans and uh, that Super Bowl three trophy looks lonely. Along with that might be... Embracing the young guys. Embracing, like, hey, that would be the next solid move
2: for sure. Yeah. Like, you see him out there. Like, you know what Aaron Judge did recently? Anthony Volpe. The New York Yankees rookie shortstop superstar. Oh, you
3: don't say a Yankee analogy? Let's hear it. Oh,
2: <laughs> well, it calls for your story. It goes it calls for your story. <laughs> Anthony Volpe had an appointment to go to Men's Warehouse or something. I don't know. He went to buy a bunch of suits, you know, for his big meetings with the Yankees. And, you know, he's on the scene now. And he went there to get suited up and tailored and measured and everything. And they're like, all your suits are paid for by Mr. Judge. No. Oh. And Volpe was taken by it. He's like, that's my captain. That's the leader. And Aaron Judge said, hey, that's just the right thing to do. That's the type of stuff that Aaron Rodgers... Needs to do to win over these young guys. If he follows the path of an Aaron Judge or a Bryce Harper, as we said, embraces the city like he like he did today, and then continues to do all the right things, then Rich, I'm agreeing with you. That 10 and 7 does look like
3: more of a, a 12 and five. Uh, New York City Pizza, maybe uh, catering a bunch of the Jets events, maybe like really taking in New York and doing some late night stuff. I, there's a way for Aaron Rodgers to. Sort of revamp and rebrand his reputation a little bit. Agreed. Danny G, what are your thoughts? I'm man? Not you're, against that. You're an AFC guy, and I know it's tighter in the AFC than the NFC. So, assuming it's automatic is silly because we all thought last year the Raiders, the Broncos, all these teams we thought were going to make it last year stunk.
6: Yeah, I was looking at the uh, 2023 opponents. For the Jets. Of course, we don't know the dates. We don't know exactly, you know, Mm -hmm. the entire schedule yet. But the Jets at home, they get the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Eagles, Commanders, Texans, and Falcons. That's a tough schedule, You
3: know what? You you notice there, it's like either real junk teams or good teams. They have yeah. to play the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Chargers, but they also get the Falcons and Texans. So
6: And then the away teams right. really quick, Broncos, uh, Raiders, uh, Cowboys, Giants, Browns.
3: They're not an easy team. Yeah. He's got his hands. Full. Hey, you know what? If you're Aaron Rodgers and you want to step it up and show that you are the guy, And he has to. Can I make
2: one last point as, as to why he has to follow this blueprint and continue on this path? Think of your stereotypical New Yorker. And again, we're from the East Coast. So when I say stereotypical, it's pretty accurate. That, hey,
6: hey, what have you done for <laughs> yeah. me? Oh, hey. And, and by the way, they get, of the hey. course, the divisional teams, the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, a away.
2: Now, Danny G, that, that guy I just depicted,
6: right? Yeah. Your typical You when you were a teenager.
2: Yeah, basically my <laughs>
6: friends mean, growing up, you right? him now? <laughs>
2: Fireman Ed! Hey, what's up, it's Fireman Ed! Oh, right? oh, let's go Jets! J-E-T-S! Does that type of guy vibe with the type of guy Aaron Rodgers was portrayed as? In Green Bay, it's going to take him a little extra effort to win over that type of guy. That's just the truth. With glory and renown. With glory and renown, he's always breaking news, and he's doing it now on Fox <laughs> Sports Radio. We welcome Jordan Schultz, NFL insider from the Score, talking NFL draft on hey, the Covino and Schultz. Jordan Schultz, Schultz everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up,
3: Jordan?
7: Guys, how you
3: doing? We're good, man. What's uh, What's new? Welcome to Fox Sports Radio, Kavino and Rich. How are you?
7: Uh, doing well. Just getting ready for, uh, you know, fairly big day, fairly big weekend in the National Football
3: League. I know. I, I'm always overwhelmed at how the lives of all these kids are changing forever. That's sort of like, I don't know, I'm like sappy that way. Like, I look at them like, yo, these, you know, you could come from a, a rough upbringing, middle class, whatever, and like tomorrow night, that all changes. It all
7: changes? You, you, you have... New city, new organization, new fan base. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And when you – you know, you get a real sense of how crazy it is when you start to look at the contracts and the money. And, um, you know, oh, I think yeah. it's changed somewhat because now you're having the, the NIL era where some of these players have made substantial money before the NFL, which is really cool, but it's still life-changing money and it's still a – it's an incredible thrill. You know, I'm really excited for, for these guys.
3: It's something you just said that is also fascinating. Outside the first couple picks, who sort of have an idea of the, the few options, there's guys that have no clue if they're going to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin, or Southern California. They don't know yeah. if they're going to be in Texas or New England. They have no clue, and that's, that's got to be like a weird shock. Like, think of the decisions you've made. Any move you've made, college, moving with your spouse or a radio job, TV job, you've sort of thought it out. These guys just hear their name called, and it's like, "But well, I guess I'm a Detroit Lion." <laughs> yeah, welcome Motor City. Like, it's a it's a pretty interesting thing.
7: It is, and I think also uh, you're you're talking about guys that are anywhere from 20 to 24, 25, and you have no control, and and you're there for four or five years at least. So it's yep. really. It really becomes your 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 second home,
2: Jordan. It's not the same, but Rich kind of knows the feeling because he was a guest on The Price Is Right, waiting to hear his name called. That's <laughs> kind of the same. <laughs> Never happened, but uh, you know he was sitting there in ante- anticipation, sort of the same way.
3: Yeah, same thing, same thing. Now, uh, Jordan, obviously the four quarterbacks everyone's talking about: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis. From from what you've seen, from what you've heard. Is there someone that just was oddly impressive to everyone involved? Like, is there a, is there a true like this guy is going to make an impact in the NFL?
7: Out of those four, yeah, I think Bryce Young is is truly generational. Um, I, I've said for a while I thought he'd be the number one pick, regardless of who was drafted. And now that it is Carolina, um, to me, he is he's a true difference maker. You know, if you go back to he was always the number one guy. You know, he was he was the number one recruit. He won a state title at Modern Day, was was number one at Elite Eleven, won a Heisman trophy. And I think with Bryce, um, you know, there there really truly is only one knock, which is the size or lack thereof, yeah. but he has he has that that Steph Curry like magic and I like going into sport because I think and there's a certain flair there's a certain smoothness when I talk to people around the league they they use that word that he, it's just very smooth for him everything's really easy you know the ball comes out mm-hmm. on time it's accurate he can make all the throws on or off schedule I'm just such a big fan of his um, I'll tell you a story that I haven't really told a lot a lot of but. Um, it goes. I think it speaks to him as a person. When he was a freshman in college, I got a DM from him, right? And I had no, I didn't really know him at all. I think we followed each other, but I didn't know, didn't know him yeah. well. And it was, it was basically asking, "Can I interview you for a school project for a for a uh, journalism class?" So that's, I said,
3: "That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's 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 fun."
7: So we got on the phone, and the guy's got ten, twelve questions ready. He he was taking notes. I could hear him. Uh, asking you know follow ups that were super like impressive right it was like it was it was almost as if he was an experienced veteran in the journalism space and I said to him it's just something you want to do you know when you're when you're done playing football and he said, it's, it's something he's really interested in but I could tell that he was Extraordinarily prepared, and I get on the phone with with kids all the time. You know that uh, that want to get into journalism, and most of the time they're they're not particularly prepared, and they just want to talk about whatever. They, you know, player.
2: Uh, so a testament to his character and and preparedness. Yeah. And, and
3: you know, what, I bet Jordan, the whole time you're thinking, as this guy's star has risen, you're like, oh wow, and now I got a great in with the number one pick. <laughs> you did a school project for him.
7: I, I it hasn't. I'd be lying if I said it hadn't crossed my mind.
3: Yeah. That's a that that's a pretty cool story. You know, it's uh it is wild to think, like you said, cross sports. Like some guys have just that it factor. We were just talking about Aaron Rodgers, obviously, because everyone is and the jets. He's already starting to make like a his first step was great. He made a great impact by just saying all the right things, doing all the right things so far. Acknowledging the fans and and talking about a
2: Super Bowl trophy. Do, do That's the, all the fans want to hear at this point. Do
3: these young kids that are about to be drafted by an NFL team realize the impact they can make just by saying and doing the right things out the gate? Like is it, are they prepared to be like, all right, I'm, I've been drafted by, I don't know, the, the Cardinals. Let me say some nice things about Arizona and really embrace the city. Are guys realizing how important that is to the fans?
7: I don't know. I think, you know, you know I've talked to a fair amount of players throughout the draft process. Um, I'd say most of them have a pretty good understanding of how far their words can go especially once they're in the spotlight of being a high-profile draft pick. Um, So I'd say most of them do. But, you know, the problem isn't – it's not that first press conference. That's not what's hard. What's hard is when you're struggling or you're not playing and you're a rookie and, you know, things aren't going Mm -hmm. the way you expected. That's what's really hard. Um, I think, you know, camaraderie, for example, within a locker room, uh, you know, culture, we hear that buzzword a lot. It's a much – it's much easier to do to accomplish when you're winning games. And when you're not winning games and specifically when you're not having individual success, that's when that becomes a lot a lot more challenging.
3: Jordan, when you talk about that culture in the locker room, whose job is it? You Kevin know, and I always talk about this like when we start a new job, we were new we were the new guys at Fox Sports and we thought it was our job to introduce ourselves, to be a buy lunch for everyone, to be, you know, the new guy trying to make a positive impact. Do these guys, like, is it their job? Or when you're a top pick, do you ha- are you still considered, like, the new, like, rookie that needs to, like, carry bags and do all that? Or do these young guys that are the top picks, do they come with a clout where they're almost respected like a veteran?
7: No, I think the top picks are held uh, to a higher standard and – the veterans are waiting for them to make a mistake, not in like a bad way, but so a lot of veterans want to see want want to want to see what you'll do. You may, if you make a mistake, they want to wait to see it and then they want to help you correct it. You know, a lot of guys um, that have been in the league, you know, there is that. I'm I'm not gonna say there's not envy of a guy who's coming in who hasn't done anything and making a lot of money, but most of the veterans that I that I talk to, they 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 want to help the younger players, especially the really high-profile blue-chip guys because they recognize they can help them win football games. Yeah. Um, so they, they, wanna, they want to be there for them when those mistakes happen. I think, you know, for someone like a Bryce Young or a Will Levis, a Hendon Hooker, you know, a quarterback that's coming in that's supposed to be the face of your franchise, fair or not, as a high pick, you're held to a higher standard. That's just how it is. And it's on you um, for better or worse to get it done. I think, you know, we've seen – you mentioned the Cardinals. We've seen how not to do it with Kyler Murray. Uh, Zach Wilson with the Jets. We've
3: yeah, Zach seen. Wilson, when he was not holding himself accountable, like immediately we saw like people sort of like be done with him in a way.
7: Look at how the Jets players have responded to Aaron Rodgers becoming a Jet. You know, it's like there, there's no oh Zach's our guy. none of that.
2: No, um, not at all.
7: That's not surprising, and and we've seen the same thing with Kyler in Arizona, the frustration. But then you see, um, you know, other young quarterbacks, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Joe Burrow, Herbert, come in and do it the right way, and obviously on-field success helps a lot. But there is a certain mentality that you're held to, especially as a quarterback when you're the when you're the cornerstone.
2: Jordan Schultz, NFL Insider for the Score. One last question, real quick: any possible trades or rumors that have some meat on them leading into um, the NFL draft?
7: Yeah, I you know I, I still would be surprised if a team like Arizona at three doesn't move back because they're not one or two players away, they're multiple players away, and they have a new GM, a new head coach, so they, they can tell their owner we're not going to win this year. Uh, you know, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't be surprised if a team like Tennessee who has a pretty good roster came in and moved up and maybe take a C.J. Stroud or a quarterback on. Um, you know, I think uh, you, you'll see some movement in the middle uh, or early middle for the first round. Uh, a team like New England, who's at 14, could move up, maybe get a quarterback, because I still don't know what to think of yeah. Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi there. So I'm I'm fascinated by, I'd say, Arizona, New England, Tennessee. um, You know, it really goes to show how important it is to hit on these early picks. If you look at someone like Philadelphia, who it's crazy to me, they're picking as frequently and as high as they are at 10, for example, but it, it really shows you how valuable it is. If you can hit on early picks, you know, they hit on Jalen Hurts. um, They hit on the Fletcher Coxes and Brandon Grahams of the world dating back the last eight or nine years. I don't think a team was drafted better than Philadelphia in terms of the early, middle, and late stages and you're seeing how valuable it is. You, bottom line, guys, is you can't miss on your first two picks. No. It's great to get value in the middle and late rounds, but you cannot miss on your first couple of picks.
3: Jordan, I know you're going to be back with us on Friday. I appreciate your time. Real quick, 10 seconds. Uh, my dude, I'm a Niners guy, Trey Lance. Is, there any, is, is he staying put, or is there a last-minute like someone wants Trey Lance?
7: I've been poking around on that a lot. I really don't think, guys, he's going to be traded. Uh, not only is he Shanahan and Lynch's guy, they gave up a tremendous amount to get him. And with Brock Purdy's elbow, uncertainty of the UCL surgery, um, obviously they gave a, a big escalator contract to Sam Bradford. But still, Trey Lance is 22 when I when I talk, because I, I don't know how to evaluate quarterbacks, but when I talk to people around the league, scouts, GMs, it's... It's pretty well regarded that this is a really talented guy who simply has not played a lot of football. So um, I, I would be extremely surprised if he was not a Niner on opening day. I don't know if that means he's starting or not, but I, I think they, they have every intention to give him the opportunity, especially if Purdy is not available.
3: Perfect. Thank you so much, Jordan Schultz, NFL insider yeah. from The Score. We'll see you back here on Friday. We'll do a little post-draft recap. Have a good one, brother. Thank you, Thanks, man. Guys, Appreciate
2: Later. it. So that should get you pumped up for the NFL draft I mean, he, for sure. He said
3: it best with you can't swing and miss, you can't whiff on the first few picks. It's I mean the, the Somebody should tell right Aaron now, Hicks that. Right now, Danny G, back me up on this. The Jets, this whole Aaron Rodgers thing is totally a great cover up for the fact that they swung and missed with Zach Wilson so far.
6: Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, look at my favorite team, John Gruden <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he is the epitome of swinging and missing on the first couple of rounds in the draft. Thinking, I'm smarter than all these other GMs. I'm smarter than all these other teams. That guy right there, he's a hidden gem. But how many hidden gems are really in the first round?
3: Yeah. No, you ain't kidding. And, you know, uh, a team that seems to, because they've had such uh, such success over our lifetime, Cavino, the Patriots... Have really not drafted well recently. Like, when was the last time they offensively drafted someone? Maybe since Gronk? When was the last time the Patriots, were like, wow, that wide receiver or running back or someone worked out? Yeah.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: TJ and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from.
4: Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton. Is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's really Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon and the dude today. Creighton's never gonna win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton.
5: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Let's get into midweek major.
5: Covino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with midweek major. major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas, and it's like the kids say that's so midweek. Definitely major. our scoring midweek major. Danny G, oh, that's good.
6: Oh, that's great. It's a good one this it, week. It is a pump day here. In uh, the new studios, the first time Midweek Major. Oh, yeah. With the number one host in America for Midweek Major, who I'll introduce in just a moment. But first, got to see which one of the two scoundrels over there gets to answer the questions first. All right, roll the dice. Got all the right, love ready? dice.
2: You got a big yes, dice. love dice. Ready? Go. Oh, yeah. it's rolling. Sticky. Oh. This six. Is, oh, hard
8: heart six. Hard six. Oh, six. All yeah. right. There we go. Fresh off Vegas. Hard six. Oh. There goes Rich. Oh, you got seven.
2: Seven! seven. Oh, seven. Oh, now,
1: this
8: is home field advantage.
6: It's important because... I get to go first. Yeah, Covino has the leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> Like a right. dog. And now... Like a dog. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the most infamous man of all of Scotch Plains, New Jersey... That's Spotty Boy. <laughs> hey, Spot. Hey,
8: guys. Happy midweek. What do you got, Rich? All right, let's start it off. Uh, Rich, I know you're uh, the host of Pop 2K on Sirius XM. Yeah. Huge Janet Jackson era uh, for music, but Janet Jackson. And nipples. Oh. And nipples. Okay. Uh, nipples. <laughs> Janet Jackson fans are actually very upset. The legendary singer was slated to perform in Atlanta at the State Farm Arena on Thursday, but guess what's playing there? Game six of the Hawks versus the Celtics. Oh. So they oh. double booked the arena, had to push back. Janet Jackson's performance a day. But uh, actually Trey Young spoke out who uh, Trey Young responsible for pushing it to a game six. He's <laughs> like, Well, Janet, you can't make it to the game. Sorry, not sorry you can't perform, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Why don't you come support the uh, the Hawks while you're in town? Midweek major. <laughs> you know, I think it's uh I think it's so mid That's so mid
3: that they would double book. That's the, you know, that's the Atlanta thing and their team doesn't got the chops.
8: Pretty much what you, it was,
3: you know. I, I when you think of it that way, it does make um, you go home, um, Ronald. It does. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's definitely mid. I, I think Boston blew it last night. They'll win the series, but they could have rested up. They could have started that series of Philadelphia earlier. Joel Embiid uh, wouldn't have been the 100%. I think Boston is letting the series... By letting the series prolong and going back to Atlanta, it's bad news for Boston, I'll be honest. They they really let... No, I mean, then again, they let Trey Lance take a... Not Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Young take, like, a half-court shot. And I said to you last night, I go, if he misses, it's the most ill advised, worst shot ever. He makes it, so he's got ice in his veins. Well, that's a
2: major shot that he made. Yeah. But Jack he also Henry took Henry. a shot at Janet Jackson, and I applaud that, too. Right? Jack Anytime Henry you're sliding Henry. into the DMs or posting, you know, as a high profile player who just hit a game winning shot, you know, good for him. That's the way love goes. You got to shoot your shot. Someone to call my lover. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good, <laughs> good one. Trey Young, again, I think props to him. <laughs> Weak on them for double booking. But but he's throwing it out there, man. I know what he's doing.
3: You think he's trying to get with Janet? Why wouldn't he? Definitely like major.
2: Double his age. Doesn't matter. She's Janet Jackson. Do you think he would? I know he would. Absolutely.
8: All right. What else you got, Spot? Well, speaking of shooting their shot, uh, Zach Wilson's mom. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> is this real? Is uh, oh. also one, well, no. Also, one of the people very excited about Aaron Rodgers moving to the Jets. She posted on her Instagram story earlier this week Relax. a photo of her son and Rodgers at joint practice a couple years ago when the Jets and Packers practiced together. Yeah. And then a screenshot of the story. Yeah. Um, she's you know Zach Wilson huge supporter huge fan of Rogers. grew up watching him so uh, who knows maybe there'll be you know Rogers is on the market oh boy so <laughs> Yo, if, <laughs> he, if he major. sleeps with Nick if he sleeps with that guy's mom Lisa Wilson come on
3: Zach Wilson's mom
8: <sighs> stranger things have happened that is true he is single. Uh, oh, and by the way, another side story to this, which I wanted to throw out uh, because there's a quote floating around. Uh, Rodgers actually spoke out about Wilson, who's probably going to be his his backup. Yeah. He's going to make my life hell in practice. I'm going to make his life heaven off the field. Yeah, he said he's going to give Zach Wilson all
3: the, uh, all the confidence that he needs. And I, I think Aaron Rodgers, again, playing it perfectly. This is major. Oh, and yeah.
8: then he went on to say, I'm going to spend seven minutes in heaven with his mom. No, oh, no, no.
2: Aaron Rodgers, you know, taking Wilson under his wing and and saying that that's the major part of the story. I I like Aaron Rodgers' angle embracing Uh. him. That's nice. Zach Wilson's mom Sounds like a Budinski. Like so I feel she's like she's happy no, for her son. That's on, the Jesus. weakest side of the story. Stay out of the spotlight. You know, don't cramp your son's tees. You know, it's one thing that my mom calls our radio show once in a while. <laughs> yeah, her son plays for the Jets. And it would be very weak if Aaron Rodgers ever went
8: there or even thought about it. That guy has plenty of options.
6: Weak.
8: I mean, I would go ahead uh, Rich since you're first uh, haters gonna hate I know that's your favorite Taylor Swift line um, but f- <laughs> Fern- Fernando Tatis Jr. is dancing them away as you know he you returned know, after I his just age- saw that yeah. on the MLB network behind you Uh, Returning after his 80-game suspension, um, he—that's a timestamp, right? 80 games. Um, In the game against the Cubs at Wrigley, all the fans were chanting, "He's on steroids! He's on steroids!" So he was just dancing along with it. I think it's great. You know what? Midweek major. Major, because usually when when you get yourself
3: in a predicament where the fans are against you, how do you get out of it? Tatis Jr. is rolling with it. I love it. He's doing he's doing little dances, and he's and he's playing along. He's, like, cheering the crowd on. You know what it is? You know the easiest way to kill, uh, kill a joke is to, like, sort of go along with it. Like, if you were making fun of me, if I got mad, you'd keep doing it. If I went along with it, it's like, oh, joke's not funny. It's going to die off because he's going along with it.
2: I think everything about this is weak. The fact that 80 games have already passed this week to me because time's flying. Like, really? 80 games already? He's already out of his suspension? And the fact that they're making a mockery out of something serious and he's playing along with it? Weak. This guy should be humiliated. Weak. And humiliated? He should, and he should just take it. Yeah. He just take it. He shouldn't be taunting Can the he fans. you his head down? Yes. I, that's how I feel about it. That's part of the punishment. Weak. Head down. Yeah. You don't try to dance along to their chant. He's on there He's, like, he, he's going to be clapping along. Nah. He should be humiliated
8: for disgracing the game like that. With his uh, weak excuses. All right. And finally, and finally, uh, that's that's Squirrel Can Water Ski. Um, A youth baseball league in New Jersey is making parents think twice about arguing with the umpires. A Deptford Township Little league president enacted a new rule, which states that anyone who fights or harasses with umpires is either suspended for a year or... They can umpire a game for uh, for three games. They can be an umpire for three games. So you have to volunteer. So you have to volunteer to counteract that. Um, The uh, the president went on to say that 99% of the parents uh, that go are good people. It's the 1% that are causing the problems. And umpires have quit in the past week. So hopefully this rule will occur. But even the uh, international Little League president spoke up and said this is a good idea. Midweek or major. I love it. And I'll even defer to Ramos, who does a lot of coaching
3: of kids sports. The idea idea of the loud, annoying parent having to umpire as a
5: punishment. Yeah, I never uh, argue with umps. Ever. I just kind of. I'm their best friends, actually.
3: He goes oh, yeah. out for drinks with them. I mean, it's kind of productive <laughs> to be on their bad <laughs> the, uh, side. Grease so so, so midweek
5: or major, Rich? I,
3: I think this is great. This is major. Kavino, I'll, I'll give it to you, but I feel like it's, it's just a perfect way to be like, all right, you think it's so easy? You do it. I think. The story's
2: major, major decision
3: by this Little League to
2: implement this rule. I think it's weak that we have to treat parents like the kids. It's like the sign at the Little League Stadium. Remember parents, your kids are watching. You're fighting with the umpire? Aren't you embarrassed? Yes. You're embarrassing your kid. Agreed. You know, so be better than that, and I'm glad they're doing this, and parents should be volunteering anyway. And remember, a lot of these umpires, they're doing it for the love of the game. They don't have some vendetta against your kid, your nose-picking kid. They're doing the best they can. Give me a break. Yeah, he, parents be he, better. He's not out to get little Gregor's. So, major decision, but weak, weak on the
8: parents. Parents are weak. just weak. Act weak. like parents. Act like adults. You know who's not weak? Nick Cope with those shiny legs of his. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Nick Cope! What's up, man? <laughs> the anchor oh my with the bulletproof legs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Aaron Rodgers, he was formally introduced as the Jets' new quarterback today. He got to put on the jets polo hold up that new number eight jets uniform and he's excited to play for the new york fans
4: The jets have an incredible passionate fan base i saw that last year at lambeau i think that's an exciting draw to this as well as being a part of something special i noticed uh walking in this morning that that uh, super bowl three trophy is looking a little lonely just a kid from Union,
3: Akron, I mean <laughs> Union, and that's Rich Dickie Doodle Davis. I'm uh, sorry, I'm, I'm paying attention to you, but I'm trying to size up a parlay for tonight's NBA action. Oh, I thought you were booking your flight to your corny wrestling thing that you're doing. You know what, if we don't get to that today... <laughs> what do you I mean, know Yeah, we're gonna, no, I think we have what? We you have promised one more say- it. We have one more saying. I was we- on the edge of my seat. So you know what, I have a crazy random 80s wrestling hypothetical.
5: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Hey, it's Covino and Rich and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust & Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199.
3: Go to TrustAndWill.com slash CRShow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust & Will. And again... You're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your state plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com crshow show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com crshow show.
4: Booker
5: with 37 points. Booker on the drive. Booker to the rim.
4: Oh,
6: slam, bam, slam. And it electrifies the crowd.
5: Oh-ho. Yeah. Booker breaks loose, gets in the lane, puts up a 14-footer, swish, it's good. 41 points for Booker.
2: That's the play of the day, courtesy of KTAR, Suns Radio Network. Devin Booker taking over to third quarter with that crazy dunk, then that floater. 47 points, Clippers are done. The progressive play
3: of the day. We're Cavino yeah. and Rich. Oh. Um, I have a parlay that I'm rolling with tonight. You want to hear it? Tell me if you like it. I mean, not really, but okay. Yeah, save your applause there. No applause yet. Save the applause until I go three for four here, uh, Ramos. You know how that happens. I always miss one, right? Lakers plus five and a half. Okay, you can give them applause for that one. Knicks oh. plus six. Knicks about to tip off. Buck's money line. Just to stay in it. Okay. How's, uh, how's uh, Giannis's, uh upper cheek? Is it doing okay? You see them massaging his butt with that thing and people were making funny memes? A viral (laughs) photo was all over the internet today.
2: You know those massage guns? Yeah. They were using one right on his treak. Oh my god! (laughs)
8: That's not how you're supposed
3: to use it? Lakers... Lakers plus five and a half. Knicks plus six. So two underdogs just giving points. Uh, I'm sorry, getting points. Bucks money line. And the Mets are on a three-game skid. They play the Nationals at home. And Senga and his ghost pitch are pitching. So I got Mets money line. So Lakers... With points, Knicks getting points, Bucks and Mets, money line, 50 wins, 250. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Shut
8: up, I hate you. <laughs> <sighs> All
3: right, let me give you my quick scenario. Maybe we'll touch on this more tomorrow. You but know what? Why don't you set us up for an actual Thursday show? I'll set you up for a, f- show. a fun throwback conversation okay. tomorrow. So, last year, my buddies and I went to something they had in New Jersey called 80s Wrestling Con. And you're thinking 80s Wrestling Con? So many, we've lost so many wrestlers from our childhood, right? That is true and unfortunate, yeah. Now, It's like a picture, you can get autographs, whatever you want. It's like all the old school wrestlers... Can I just say my my first feeling of it is a little sad but awesome all at the same time? Well, that's my feeling. It's equal parts. All right, I didn't want to... It's like equal parts like, oh man... But then it's equal parts like these wrestlers were such a part of our childhood, so they deserve your they deserve your twenty bucks, fifty yeah, bucks, or whatever. Their acknowledgement, charging. right? So you go there, you get pictures taken with all the old school '80s wrestlers, and you know they have little events, and the uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like a little convention for old school '80s wrestlers. Autograph signings. It's in Jersey. Paying for pictures. I went there last year, and just because my friends and I said, "What an excuse just to get together again,"
2: mm-hmm.
3: we're going to go again this year. Beginning of May, and the guy that runs it hit me up, and he said, hey, listen, do you mind doing something? I I guess he's going to, you know, he'll take care of me, comp me, the whole thing.
2: If, he goes, do you want to host? You mean you can't splurge the 20 bucks just
3: to get in? (laughs) How much could this thing be? But see, it's going to be fun, what I'm about to tell you, but I feel like a a nightmare for you. Okay. There's long lines of people, so like, yeah, I, I don't feel like waiting in line, so... I just want sort of like fun treatment, right? He goes, do you mind hosting? And my first thought was like, yeah, I like doing these things. You don't like doing extra stuff. Oh, mind hosting? I'm there to hang out with my friends. I'm not trying to work, so go ahead. They're going to be doing 80s Legends Family Feud on like a set at this arena. And like, do you want to host it? Do you know who the legends are yet? It's probably gonna be like the, the, the Jake the Snake, the Million Dollar <laughs> Man, like oh you know, all God. all the random people that are still alive. Oh,
2: that's so so much unnecessary pressure. I think pressure. when you're just going there to like get a few pictures and hang with your buds and have a fun. Now time. you're gonna ham it up and host a show. Spot,
3: you don't think that'll be fun? You're sort of now more in the mix, and like now all of a sudden I'm like, don't chatting you just up and ever want to chill?
2: And just enjoy the moment? Yeah, don't you want to be like a... Yeah, he uh, wants to be the superstar dictator? amongst
3: wrestling
4: superstars.
3: So, you um, uh, you rather wait in line for 20 minutes to say hi to the Million Dollar Man for five seconds, or would you say, <laughs> in exchange, I'll host an event? You know what? I mean, Hold that thought, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. Everybody's All right, got a price. All right. <laughs> Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you
5: in the promised land. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.